0: Welcome to Recognize Your Truth. I am your host, Lisa Williams. This is the podcast that offers motivation and inspiration to act, speak, and think in ways that make a positive impact on your life. Each week, we bring you a message or a guest that offer you tools to live up to your full potential. I am literally pinch myself every time I record a new podcast. This is a dream that has been eight years in the making, and I'm so grateful that you are spending a part of your day with me. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me. Welcome to another episode of Recognize Your Truth. Today's guest is Lila Smith with Say Things Better. Lila is a speaker, a communication coach, and an entrepreneur
1: consultant. And I am so excited to have you on. Welcome, Lila. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on your show because I so admire you as like almost all the same things that I am. Oh. <laughs> in your own way, you know, an, an inspiring entrepreneur, someone who helps other people and who has a beautiful message to share with the world about embracing who we are and our truth.
0: Thank you. That was really sweet. I appreciate it. Um, Well, I'm so excited to finally connect with you. I know we've had some opportunities to meet and speak um, outside of this podcast interview, and you are a lovely person, and you have so much value, and so I just could not wait to get on this interview with you, and um, you you were sharing with me some beta testing programs that you're working on. And you actually had one that you did last night. And so we're going to kind of dive into that and unpack what you started working on last night. And it kind of centers around growth mindset versus fixed mindset, So, which is such a passionate topic of mine. Um, I just read a book called Mindset. Have you ever read it by Carol Dwick? I haven't.
1: I mean, I know the book, but no, I haven't. Yeah,
0: it talks about growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And so it's literally a top of mind right now for me. So I love cool. that we're going to talk about this topic. Like synchronicity. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so tell me a little bit about your, your beta testing, your program that you're you're starting. And, you know, kind of give me the background and the story of, you know, what happened last night, you know, that you oh, kind of brought this yeah. topic up about.
1: It, you know... The topic wasn't even what I was focused on. I was beta testing my new worksheet because I wanted to just know practically what I had there. Do I have a book? Do I have pages in a book? Do I have um, a workshop that combines all of them? How long does it take for someone to move through my material on their own? What happens when we explore it deeper as a group? And so I had these questions about the practical application of the materials I'd created. And my initial goal was just get some answers to those questions with people that I can trust. And it's a good, you know, a noble pursuit. But what ended up happening taught me such a powerful lesson that I'm really excited to share. When we were in the group and there were some of my very personal friends gathered around, at this, this is the first session that I've done testing these worksheets in this way, live, in a room of just my people, my heart, soul people. Right. I had Molly Walsh and Katie Wallace and Tishan Nico and Jewel High and Derek Butts in this room with me at the network bar here in Dallas, where we live. And in this room, there was so much support and openness and vulnerability from people who all shared in common that we were looking to learn and explore something. They, had all trusted me to gather a valuable group together, which is who they are. And they showed up not knowing who else was going to be there, but trusting it that I that I gather good people together, like you, and you're coming next week. And I cannot (laughs) wait to have you. Thank
0: you. I cannot wait to be there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're gonna add so much to the discussion because of your background and because of the questions that you know how to ask, not just of other people, but of yourself. Right. And some of the most powerful discovery in the room happened as we heard out loud questions other people were asking themselves and then we would stop and think, well, am I asking that of myself? Do I challenge myself in that way? And then slowly as we started building that that group vibe, we trusted even more and we would challenge each other. And things came up like, um, I learned about myself that I have been limiting the value of mine that I talk about to the things that I value which are not necessarily the only things that my audience values about what I bring to the table. I would never have sold this event from last night as, oh, come and have this experience of fellow growth-minded people who are looking to explore their own ideas and feelings. I would have said, walk through these worksheets and see if you discover something about your messaging that will help you to sell your programs faster. Right. So the practical, what a a totally different, yeah, Yeah. totally different, and different objectives for the communication partner who's going to say yes, I'll come to that. Right. I was limited by thinking, well, I would value going to an event that I got something practical and immediate out of, something I can use to go and make new decisions that make me more money and help me spread my message faster. Now, and Derek Butts and Jewel High. And Katie, well, I mean, the people in the room were sharing what their values were and the reason why they showed up and asked me if I was even aware that I brought this whole other value of just the mere fact that I gather rooms full of good people was valuable enough for them. The
0: connector, the connector. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I, I take it for granted. We take things about ourselves for granted all the time. But being open and being willing to learn and be challenged by other people who we respect means we can find that value in ourselves or that other people can show it to us. And that was, to me, one of the the biggest takeaways from the whole night, which changed the focus of what I really care about talking about right now. It went from like, well, today I feel like, you know, what's negative that I care about is that people align with a political party. And what's positive is that, you know, I like when people talk about nuance in politics, this issue versus that issue, not this party versus that party or this person versus that person. Sure. So that's what I came in with. But what I left with was, oh my goodness, the rich value of gathering diverse groups of people who are all in it to learn, to challenge, to bring their perspective and cracked wide open to whatever they're going to receive. It was, it was a transformative night because of that, that openness and because of the very different voices in the room. Derek had suggested to me, you know, this worksheet, the one that we ended up working on of the seven that I brought, we only got through one because it was so rich and we loved it and we didn't want to stop. He said, you know, this is a four week workshop. And in my head and out loud, I was like, oh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. Right. And then Tishan was like, no, I would totally go through a four-week workshop of this. And Jewel said, yeah, I've been wanting people to go deeper. And Katie said, you know, I've been reflecting about, you know, authenticity and being myself and letting other people be themselves and just leaving the space open for that discovery. And Molly said, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about where I fit within a community, and so everybody else in the room besides me in some way was like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, although Molly and I are both into like, what action do you take right now? Right. So it taught me something. I mean, it taught me that I have a product, whether I want to be the one to deliver it or not. Because Say Things Better is a company outside of just me. Right. So my materials can be taught for four weeks. Maybe I don't have to be the one to do it. I can have somebody else lead that, you know, through some kind of licensing structure. So anyway, so much happened. I'm, you know, I'm babbling on because I'm just still so full of love and, and creative juices flowing and percolating from what happened last night. This energy is what happens. This is I what happened. I
0: it. I could feel it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm passionate about talking about right now. So tell me like, what, what groups do you put yourself in Who are the people that you like? Make sure you're around so that you get the best out of yourself. Right, and I think that that's
0: so important
1: um, because we
0: want to emulate the people that we want to be like and we want to put ourselves in front of them and learn from them and just absorb like a sponge whatever you can and so i think in this content rich world where we're constantly looking reading books listening to podcasts searching you know blogs um you know diving into material mm-hmm. we're so hungry for that connection and for yes. that knowledge that When we find somebody that aligns with our, you know, that like-minded and that we want to aspire to, not necessarily you want to be like in every aspect of what they do, but you like the overall persona that they can emulate, you want to put yourself in front of them as often as possible. And you want to surround yourself with people like them as often as possible, because it's going to attract people like that to you. It's only yeah only, totally, yeah, yeah, so I love that you're connecting all these people together and bringing them in a room, and you're you're bringing your value, which you don't even recognize was, but they all recognize, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um you know you're bringing your value, they recognize what you're bringing, and you know they're uplifting you, they're empowering you, they're energizing you to to keep on going. So what a great, what a great it was value. Amazing.
1: Yeah. It was ama- I mean, and just to like sit back and think, cause I think that there's a part of me that's insecure that if I'm not saying enough words that are valuable, because people always tell me my words are valuable or the words that I choose are valuable. So I get a lot of that feedback. Right. And so I'm worried that if I don't provide enough of them, that there won't be enough value in the room that I'm responsible for. Right. But actually, the silence on my part, the openness, the questions that I created to foster the discussion amongst this, this very thought diverse and, and racially diverse and age diverse room of people who are all entrepreneurs, who are all growth minded, but who come from very different perspectives. Sure, That was the value. And now I'm going to go back into all of my materials and all of my workshops and build in more space, more time for those magical moments to happen between the other people in the room because of me, because of my questions, but mostly because they are willing and I have to go back and like redo (laughs) everything now. (laughs) So it's exciting. (laughs) But don't you
0: love that they were, um, Whatever questions you provided were so thought provoking for them that it created that energy and that conversation. Yeah. You know, that motivated it, inspired you to, to do, want to do more.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that made me feel very proud. Yes. Right. right. I created the questions with the goal of guiding someone through their own self discovery. But self discovery is a one person pursuit. And so now I'm thinking, well, like there are some people who really want that, you know, people who really like to do their own work on their own without having to be in a group. And I want them to have that value. So I'm also beta testing this by sending it to some people who kind of know my work, but have never worked with me right? and who I can trust to go and do some kind of discovery work on their own. Like Christina Yeoman, um, who's a friend of mine I met through LinkedIn and who owns a video production company in Lexington, Kentucky, I sent her worksheets to go through on her own. And I told her up front and I said, I'm not giving you any instruction uh, except the order of these worksheets. Mm-hmm. And I just wanna hear what you have as feedback when you go through it on your own. Uh-huh. So I'm really interested to hear that. And then I'm thinking about also, what if I provide these worksheets to pairs of people or small groups of people, and I say, here, you go and do these on your own, without my being there. I want to know how valuable my work is when I'm not a part of it, guiding sure. people through. Do sure. the questions right. bring me into it enough, bring my, my expertise in enough?
0: It's creating that automation, but, yeah. but you're, you're, you're creating the systems and the processes and yeah. the thought-provoking questions, and then it's automating itself.
1: Yeah. Like, and I just, I have to trust it. I have to trust yeah. that. And that's what this beta thing is for me. You know, some people, um, mostly men probably would just take a leap and say, Oh, now it's this. I made this. Here you go. Uh huh. I'm just not actually that brave of a person. I look like I'm a brave person because <laughs> I move quickly uh-huh. because I'm strategic. I look like I'm taking big moves, but they're very thought out. I just think really quickly. Right. I, I would not take a big move like bringing these brand new worksheets to a university or to a big company without testing them first. I'm just not that brave. I changed one like, tiny little element um, of a program that I delivered to a group of thinkers and leaders at Merck in, last year in 2019. And I was so nervous to just bring this. And it was one of the most powerful pieces of the day the feedback from the people in the room was that they loved that. Um, It was elements of the uniquely qualifying toolbox. Just Uh some questions that I'm asking people to think of, like adjectives that describe you for like, I am at heart, this adjective, or I am by function, this title and separating those things like that. So that's what's in that section. But I had created that the night before. and I was like, I need something else. I need something this is it. (laughs) And so I was terrified to share that with them. And it ended up being that great thing. So I think there is a role for being brave, but this is really how I am able to take action. I need proof. (laughs) I need scientific testing and discovery and proof.
0: Uh, Well, and I love that you are, you're taking action. You're being quick. You're facing your fears. You're being brave, but you're also doing it very systematically.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I make yeah. this safe space for myself,
0: right? By right.
1: bringing in people that I trust, right? Because I think sometimes
0: for me, and I am a big risk taker. I'm a huge yeah. I admire you so much for <laughs> the, the big actions and changes you've taken in your life. Um, so yes, I'm a huge risk taker, and sometimes it's detri- And I don't want to say it's detrimental. Sometimes it's not a thought out process. And so I love that you are putting systems in place to take the leap of faith, take the risk, but you're also putting the systems in place to make it make sure that it's going to provide the best value possible to, you know, for, for the b- biggest impact. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I bet you do have systems and I you do. just don't realize do. or you don't acknowledge them because they're natural to you. Yes. So creating say things better was taking a process by which I'm able to communicate in a way that connects with people. And I do this naturally. People connect to me in person or when I listen to them or when I, they hear me say something that fills something in them that felt like it was hungry for a piece of something. Uh-huh. So that happens naturally for me. But also, when I created Say Things Better, I was like, what is it that's happening? Because even if it's natural, processes can still be natural. Sure. Our natural processes are still valid, and if we recognize what's in them, then we can scale them and do them more intentionally. So I would love to know, like, what is the internal method behind your madness? <laughs> like, what is that Lisa list that yeah. things get checked off?
0: Well, and I think for me, because I'm this big visionary, so yeah. I have these grand ideas and then just scaling them down to what's really practical and what's really realistic. And so, you know, Lila, I carry notebooks. Like, I mean, I'm going to show you. Like, I carry yeah. notebooks around with me.
1: Oh, let me keep a page.
0: Where I go. You have a whole page. Of I'll show you
1: ones. mine. <laughs> you show me yours. Here. Yeah. like... <laughs>
0: Yes. It's yes. like like Notes. this page. Like this is my entire book. I mean I, I think Oh, this, that's sexy. <laughs> like, I started this, like I, I have dates written. So I started this like three, 2019. So I've been carrying nice. this notebook around for six months now. So yeah, like I just um I write things down like crazy. I have just brain dumps where I just, you know it's just a stream of consciousness and I love it, writing it down. And for me, I have to put pen to paper as opposed to typing it in. Um, I think it's just, it's that flow of getting it out of your brain and putting it on a, you know, on a piece of paper with a pen and paper, as opposed to typing it out.
1: It slows you down. It does. You know, too. Uh, So the, the way that we talk is very fast some, sometimes when we're texting, like I'm super fast on texting, my thumbs go in hyperspeed. Yes. But to write something down, it slows you down enough. And I wonder if that is the element or if there are other elements like the physical motion of it, what happens you know, when your muscles create words that have these meanings in your mind. So right. I wonder, what are the elements of doing that that are the process by which your ideas go from ideation to activation?
0: Right. Right. Like
1: way up here to what does it look like on a page to what are the elements I need to take action on right now?
0: Right. And I think for me, I go back and I read what I wrote and then I could highlight or star or underline, you know, what it is. Oh, you have a system. (laughs) I do have a system.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Everybody does. We just don't realize it until someone calls it out. (laughs)
0: right well thank you you're calling out my system
1: well now you can do it more intentionally when you want when you have an idea and you're like well i know that this is how i work now how much more powerful will it be if you know well i underline or i star what's the difference between an underline or a star Star. are there different color stars right priorities can i give this to someone else to take my stars and put them on a calendar for me
0: right right so
1: like Being more intentional about processes that we already have that are working, once we recognize that they're there, that's how I created Say Things Better. And then I was like, wait a minute, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't make this up. This came from the theater. I spent 20 years studying, the last 10 of which were also professionally performing, with an acting method, with a bunch that I was trained in to pull story and connection out on purpose, on stage. Right, And it's so ingrained in me that I didn't even realize I was using it. As a leader in e-commerce, in my personal relationships, in all my friendships, I had no idea. But I was doing it and I was doing it naturally without pulling my attention over to the process. But doing it intentionally is what led to doing it so well that I had to create a business out of it. Well, and I'm
0: so glad that you transitioned into that because that was where I was going to lead is, you know, how did you create say, say Things Better? Where did that idea come from? And you you almost, you pretty much spoke to it just recently, but you know, if yeah. you could elaborate on it a little bit, that would be awesome.
1: Oh, oh Yeah. You know, I went over to LinkedIn when I had been spending a lot of time on Facebook that wasn't feeling good to me at a time in my life when the things that people shared on Facebook just made me feel bad about myself. Sure. But just no, you know, that's not like a great thing to brag about, but that's how I was feeling. I was comparing myself and comparing my story and looking at all the things that I didn't have or hadn't achieved and feeling just kind of like a stuck waste of space with creative energy on a shelf collecting dust. And that's when I went over to LinkedIn to see if maybe there were conversations that would connect me to my meeting. Maybe there were opportunities that felt more aligned with whatever I was meant to do. Maybe there were people who were achieving things that I had been out of touch with who would inspire me to take a different action. And when I went over to LinkedIn and I started spending all of my Facebook time there, what I found was that there was a community of people who were... Fellow growth minded entrepreneurs, intrapreneurs, freelancers, creators, other artists, even people who had experience that I never had touched, that I was learning from. And so I immersed myself in that community and I've been commenting on posts and DMing on that platform, creating my own content, all of this every single day for almost a thousand consecutive days now.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: It was was that. It was that immersion that made me think more, just like I did last night. I put myself on purpose in sort of a room, LinkedIn as sort of a room Room. full of these growth minded people from all over the world in this digital space. I love
0: LinkedIn. So um, I kind of had that same, you know epiphany is i was spending a lot of time on facebook and connecting with people but um you know and people everybody wants to grow everybody wants to grow their business everybody wants to grow their platform everybody wants to grow but the professionalism on linkedin is is i mean people are truly authentic they they want to know more about you they're commenting on you Um, when they're DMing you and and messaging you, they, you know, tell me more about yourself. How can I help you? How can I serve you? Because they understand that that platform is only going to constantly elevate them as well as you.
1: Oh yeah. And the more valuable that platform is, the more value you'll get out of it. Sure. So the more you put into it, the the yeah. value level raises. Yeah, and and
0: I kind of, <laughs> you know, I've been on LinkedIn for years, you know, just yeah. as a professional profile that just kind sure. of sat there. And you know, when I launched my podcast, um, I was in between jobs, and so I was looking for a job while I was launching my podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm on LinkedIn, and every single day, and there's just these amazing. People with
1: yep. great content, and mm-hmm. it, it truly was like, and who wanted what you had to offer. Yeah, right? like you had started this podcast and you started putting it up and sharing it, and you developed this audience who would discover it either through your own content that they would find in their feeds, right? Or through other people's engagement in it. You see in sure. the feed, like, um, Tabitha Kavanaugh. Uh, commented on Lisa Williams's post.
0: Right. And then
1: you see Tabitha's thing and that leads me to you. So the people who are aligned with the people who are aligned with the people find you. Yes. When you just put it out there. It's
0: truly amazing. And then, you know, like you connect with somebody and then you have a conversation and then they go, Oh, I need to put you in touch with so-and-so. Yeah. And so it's not even like who, you know, it's, who you know that I need to know, or who you know that you can bring into, like you did last night, bringing those people yes. together um, and connecting people, um, you know, and bringing that synergy, it's, it's yeah. so invaluable.
1: It was, It was for everybody, because sure. everybody's ideas were things that maybe we agree with, but we hadn't thought of it, or it wasn't the thing that was top of mind for us. We had right. to write down on a piece of paper The thing that was top of mind for us. And even people who had something in common would never have phrased it exactly like somebody else did. Yeah. So we had come from different thought places, different thought geography. Right. Come together into this room for the benefit of having a diverse conversation with people who have different thoughts. It, it expands our own minds and, and expands our product offering sometimes. I mean, now I have to redo everything. which sounds like <laughs> overwhelming and terrible, but oh my gosh, I'm so excited to do it. Wow. I, I can't wait to, to learn
0: more about your, you know, your process and, and what you have to offer. Um, okay, Lila, tell everybody where they can get a hold of you. Um, I know you hang out on LinkedIn. So if you want to you know, tell us I do. Where, you, where we can get a hold of you.
1: Yeah, you can always email me if you want to work on something immediately. If you're looking to get clear on your message so that you can share it with the people who want to pay for it (laughs) or opt in or say yes to you in some way, you need a yes, email me. It's Lila at saythingsbetter.com. You can just go to saythingsbetter.com, the website. Find me on LinkedIn. I'm Lila Smith. It's L-I-L-A. You can find the Say Things Better page there too. But find me, connect with me directly. That's what I really want. And you can always find me on Instagram for some more personal stuff at Lila Lasagna.
0: And I will make sure and link everything up in the show notes so that everybody could get a hold of you. It has been a true blessing to talk to you and to share. Um, And I, I hope people could feel the energy when they listen to the podcast because it truly has been remarkable. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And I can't wait to see you next week. I can't wait for you to go through this with me and and for me to learn and benefit from time with you more. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll see you soon.
0: If you like what you hear and you want to know more information, you could contact me at Lisa at RecognizeYourTruth.com. I also sell my sticky notes on my website at RecognizeYourTruth.com. If you are looking to launch a podcast, and you want to know step-by-step how to do it, I have a course that is starting in January, but I have a free guidebook on how to launch a podcast where I put a lot of great content and information in there, and you can get that in the show notes. The music is Genuine by Julio Ortiz. Thanks again for listening, and have a blessed day.